Let's start with kind of an overview. Dr. Garza, please begin with an overview of the Culture Corridor and the two um, inaugural events. Okay. Through the Cultural Corridor, the initiative organizers are seeking to create a new narrative about the border region and to reestablish cultural tourism on both sides of the border. The goal is to stop the fear factor that has come to define our region because of negative political rhetoric and a very sensational national press. This fear factor has taken away almost all of the cultural tourism from the southern border. The sister cities who are engaged in this initiative hope to work together and possibly establish cultural districts on the Mexican side of the Rio Grande River. Cultural districts are common in many Texas cities and they are designated by the Texas Commission on the Arts. On the Mexican side of the Rio Grande River, they would be places where American and Mexican patrons could engage with a variety of artistic endeavors and feel that they were safe to do so. This along with improvements to security, lighting, and pedestrian path and roadways, artists and entrepreneurs could invest and create new business opportunities in the districts. Supported by the Texas Commission for the Arts, our first event occurred in Brownsville and Matamoros in June 2022, and the second event in Hidalgo and Reynosa in January 2023. Both events featured visual, musical, and dance artists. The events were designed to bring people from both sides of the border to lay the foundation for future relationships and partnerships involving cultural tourism. In the first event, the U.S. guests began their journey with a reception hosted by Cameron County Judge Eddie Trevino at the Dancy Building, the historic 1912 Cameron <coughs> County Courthouse in Brownsville. Participants then crossed the Gateway Bridge as a group via a charter bus to the beautifully restored Casa Mata Museum in Matamoros, where Matachina dancers, mariachis, singers, and artists performed. People came from art organizations all over the state of Texas as special guests of the city of Matamoros. They were served regional foods and handcrafted cocktails while they toured the Casa Mata, including the city archives, which are housed there. Afterwards, participants traveled to the iconic Garcia's restaurant for dining and shopping. And some of these people had not been across the river for eight to ten years. The second event began at the Hidago Pump House Museum with performances by UTRGV student artists. Invited guests, including government officials, members of the business community, faculty from UTRGV, and leaders of art organizations throughout the state of Texas traveled across the border to Reynosa via charter buses sponsored by the city of Reynosa. This time, there were six charter buses. Once in Reynosa, participants toured the Reynosa City Center to enjoy public art, dancing, and music. Mayor Carlos Pena has begun an incredible collection of city murals and mosaics by many different artists. I presented remarks about a reflection of a time when many people, many more people, cross the border every day to experience the beauty of living in a bicultural region. Mayor Pena followed my remarks by sharing the work that the city of Reynosa has done in creating an arts corridor and his vision for public art and a thriving arts and business community there. 
Our presentations were followed by incredible local dance and musical performances and ended with a wonderful dinner at the iconic La Mansión del Prada restaurant hosted by Mayor Peña. Mayor Peña was supposed to join us today and he got hung up on city business and couldn't come. But I was hoping that you all would be able to meet him. He, uh, it might seem unusual to the rest of the world, but for us in our region, this is so typical. He was born in Houston. He um, is a graduate of Harvard and um, from a long political Mexican family, Mexican politics. Politics, but um, it just goes to show how much it's one river, one country in our region. Thank you. And Dr. Garza, can you speak uh, in working with with Mayor Pena? Can you speak a little bit to that significant piece of how the arts are not only in terms of a we think of a, there's a cultural um, corridor that we're looking at, but there's also an economic corridor that's developed through the arts and whether that's through ecotourism or through creating safe spaces. Can you speak to both of you a little bit to that question, please? Well, I, I think what people need to remember is that cultural tourism is the arts. You don't go as a tourist anywhere on the planet without going because of cultural arts. You're going to Italy because you want to see the Roman ruins you want their culinary art with their incredible food, um, their visual art with their museums and their, their history. And it's true in every single community. And that is what supports the local economy of any community. So the arts being used as a bridge to gap economic problems, political problems, human problems, it's just a natural fit and it's been done since the dawn of time. I think sometimes we separate things and we forget what brings you to where you travel, what supports you where you live. We forget that and in forgetting it we can sometimes stop funding the very things that we need and stop appreciating for the real value the very things that we need to make our own communities viable. And I think if you have a chance to travel to Reynosa, since you're right there, you will see what Mayor Pena has done. He um, got a, an artist with mosaics. They are all over the city. I, I told him at the time when he was telling us that he was thinking about doing that, that that's impossible. Mosaics are usually very small because of the cost and even finding somebody that can do them. They're everywhere in Reynosa right now. And the city murals done by artists all over the country of Mexico, it's, it's really worth your time to go across and see what they've done. Before I open up the floor to questions, um, I want to know about next steps. And Dr. Garza, you and I have spoken about this and um, about kind of what what, are, what does that plan look like? What are the next steps for this cultural corridor? So if you please share that with us. Yes. Does this work? Yep. The arts have always been the bridge to cultural understanding, and they transcend the politics of the day. The arts and appreciating the arts are uniquely human abilities. The beauty of the arts touch the mind, the heart, and the soul of every human being no matter what their culture, their language, or their political affiliation. 
The arts are also the driver of cultural tourism. Cultural tourism is what supports every local economy in every community around the planet. Cultural tourism is also driven by human perception. If you are constantly told that a certain region is dangerous, you will develop a fear that will pre prevent you from traveling to that region. And enough of that perception takes away cultural tourism. We know that many U.S. cities have violent crime rates much higher than our cities on the border, such as Philadelphia. Philadelphia has one of the highest murder rates in the nation. But I don't know anyone who's afraid to go to Philadelphia. Yet almost everyone is afraid to go to the southern border. This is an unfair narrative that we are seeking to change through the arts. The next step is a regional art event. The plan was suggested by Texas Representative Janie Lopez and will involve the entire Rio Grande Valley region and cities on both sides of the Rio Grande River. The committee involved in that event has suggested a passport program with listings of art and cultural sites to see all along the RGB cultural corridor. It would involve the organization of places to visit joining the initiative to do their part to encourage cultural tourism and giving the initiative a bigger collaborative voice about what life on the southern border is really like and why it is safe to visit here. Um, I remember when I first moved here what it was like to live between one, two, two countries, one river, two countries, that we, I think a lot of people are, are getting to the point where they're too young to really know what that was like. And we are losing that. Um, I know there's already been a generation of kids that have been born, grew up, and moved away that lived in fear of going to Mexico, even in our sister cities. But when I first got here, it was completely different. It was really like one region. And one good example of that, my father-in-law was a federal judge, actually he was the first Latino federal judge ever appointed um, by Kennedy. And then as his career went on, he was being elevated to the Fifth Circuit. And all of the judges from the Fifth Circuit came to Brownsville for, for his ceremony. And where did they go to celebrate afterwards? They went to the drive-in in Matamoros. Now, today, in today's climate, you would, ne I mean, that would never happen because they would be living in fear. But the fear, for the most part, is so exaggerated. In fact, this morning, um, uh, uh, Henry Cuellar was on uh, the news several times talking about how the border cities are some of the safest cities in the nation. I don't know whether the new FBI statistics on violent crime just came out or why he was speaking to that, but, but it is true. And we live here, and we know what our life is like. We need to be the ones that stand up and talk about it and tell the truth of what our life is like. I'm so afraid we're going to end up being the no man's land like the space between East and West Berlin. Don't go there. Don't fund them. Don't send them anything. That's just a war zone. Because we know that not to be true. 
and we know what the arts mean in our region that cultural tourists would come to see. I feel like this is the best way we can promote who we are, is through the arts. Thank you so much. And